0: So this was a really hard one because I think photos and videos of your childhood sometimes blur the lines between what you can actually remember and what you think you remember because you've seen a photo or a video of it.
1: Yes, so true. Does that make that make sense? Hundred percent.
0: Um. So I always think that the best way to think of a memory and to know if it's an actually like real memory is to think if you can remember the feelings of it Mm. because feelings you can't get that from a video or a photo so now let me start by saying that I have like little to no traumatic experiences from my childhood I was brought up in a very loving home and with a fantastic parents however when I scroll back to my first memory and I believe it's because of the feeling Mm. um it's quite a, it's, it's a quite a traumatic experience. So we lived in a, in a, in an apartment before we lived in our family home. Um, and my dad was a prison officer during the entire troubles. Mm. So he worked at Crumlin road and then he was in Mugabry and he was a prison officer on the landings and then moved into mental health nursing. And I remember one night in the apartment, now I would have because my brother wasn't born and there's three years between us. So I would only have been two. And I'm guessing my mum was reading me a story or something because we were in my bedroom at the front of the apartment and there was a car alarm going off and she ran to the window and it pulled up the blinds. And I can still remember, I can remember hearing like the chill and the fear in her voice. And she called out to my dad to say that someone was putting something under the car. Mm -hmm. And then I remember my dad running to the front door and out and by this stage, I was over at the window, looking out the window, and we had trees like a like a, like a little forest in front of the apartment, and him like running into the forest, like after mm. probably whoever was there, and I can remember feeling so scared, because I think because I was, all, all probably my mem- my memories up to that were loved and fun and playfulness, that that this was like a really new feeling. Yes. So. And I think trauma really stands out. Well, I know, well, I know that it does. So I think this is whenever I look back and scroll back over my memory. And the reason why I know this is real is because there's obviously no photographs or videos of this.
1: Mm, of course.
0: Um, and yeah, so that fe- that feeling of being scared, um, yeah, that's probably my first memory.
1: Well, not- crazy,
0: no- crazy yes. Northern Ireland.
1: Northern Ireland memory, flip me. Do you know what, Lindsay? I've asked a few people this question, of course, and. Do you know what's fascinating to me? That a lot of people have actually said that they weren't sure if this was a memory. You no, know, before they had said it, like some people had come up with ideas and like say, I can't even remember any of them to be honest, but some people had said this was one of the first memories and maybe their parents at said, oh, I think you just seen a photo. So it was so interesting that you, you actually brought that up. Totally. And um, do you know what? There's It reminded me, there's a book called... Black box thinking. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you've heard of it, but it's fascinating in terms of people's memories. And to give an example, they let's say, for example, there was there was some kangaroo or something went missing from Mizzou, right? And mm-hmm. they put it out on the radio, and they they said about this kangaroo, and they had thousands of phone calls saying if sightings of this kangaroo but anyway they, they found out that actually that never left the zoo and it was a very like unique if it even was a kangaroo let's say it was a, a, a very unique uh, and it was like a certain color or whatever it was right okay anyway it was it wasn't a kangaroo but i can't remember what it was but the the thing was it was like planting the seeds in people's mind of something they had seen or something they heard and then people literally felt that they seen it and um, there's really really the whole book isn't it be that but there's some fascinating things about people that were maybe like the, the really fascinating one was the what some woman was at the scene of jfk's murder or something like that got there and um she was interviewed and then she was interviewed 10 years later then 15 years Year and then twenty years later, mm-hmm. and they had looked at all what had been put out over the media. Like there was something put out in the media, maybe oh, five yeah. years. Like she had said, she had yeah. never, she had never seen a car. And then it was on the media that oh, there was some car that was driving past or something like that. And then like I think maybe say five years later, she thought, yeah, there was definitely a car. Now I'm starting to recollect there was a car. And there oh, was. Yeah. And anyway, the story was showing that how her her perceived memories was because of everything else but anyway the book i think that book would definitely fascinate you it did me it's actually one of the best books i've listened to in audio but it was telling you about different things in life random things and how our think is shaped so for so mm-hmm. hijacking your whole interview but i thought because <laughs> you mentioned that i'm like i have to tell you that
0: no that's so that's so fascinating i love things like that so i'll definitely check that out
1: so yeah for sure and uh, the story about the kangaroo or not is, pr- is probably like a tiger or something random. I just <laughs> <laughs> shows you where my memory's at. So um anyway, we will stick to the script and I would like to know, Lindsay, who are you, where are you, and what are you working on?
0: Oh, um Love this. So firstly, um, I'm Lindsay Watts. Um which is, I still find really weird saying that because it's my married name. <laughs> <laughs> uh I still haven't changed my name on Facebook yet. I haven't got around to it like four years later. <laughs> um, I am a true life enthusiast. I would definitely say that's how you would describe me and an alter- um, eternal optimist. Love it. Um, I am a mother to Lucas, who is six, and Luna, who is two. Um, I'm a wife, a daughter, a friend. And I really, you know, that, 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 that's what makes me up as a, as a person. Mm. But professionally, I'm a certified perinatal yoga instructor. So I work specifically with women through their pregnancies and, and postnatal period. Uh, I'm a birth doula. So I help women really walk with them throughout their pregnancy journey and mm. throughout their birth to lead them in a direction or help guide them through this time in their life, which can be, they can be vulnerable, but it's also the most incredible, magical, powerful time in a woman's life, in my opinion. So it's a true honor to be a, to be a doula. And finally, I am the CEO of your wellness edge, which is a brand new project that I'm working on. So I specialize in helping people discover their, their, their edge in their health, physically and financially, because in my opinion, you can't have true health without physical and financial health. Um, I help women discover their edge through their pregnancy and birth journey. And the way I do that is through the programs that I offer through Your Wellness Edge. I have a health program, a wealth program, and a pregnancy and birth program.
1: Super interesting. Lindsay, uh, yeah. tell me this. During this here period of time, do you think after it, there's going to be a boom in pregnant ladies?
0: Oh, I know. <laughs> <sighs> well, it, it will go either one or two ways. Mm. There will either, there either will be a, a coronial birth boom, baby boom, coronials, mm-hmm. or uh, people, because they are locked up with their fiancés, <laughs> partners, husbands, it will be the opposite. Yes. The birth rate will decline.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> There was a word you mentioned there, and I do not know what it is. I think it was doula. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, I would, I was waiting for that question. <laughs>
1: yes, I do not have a clue what that is, and I'm not sure if, in general, is people would and maybe ladies would. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to hear what that is.
0: So a doula is quite an old. It's an old Greek word, and it actually means servant. So it does, but what it means in in a modern day world, is a midwife is to be with the woman. So if you think of what a midwife's job is from a mm. from a medical perspective, a doula is someone who is, sits with women, is their companion, their birth, their pregnancy and birth companion. So what I feel that I do is I can walk with women through this journey of their pregnancies and really help support them in finding how they want to Write the story of their pregnancy. Mm. So we live in a society where pregnancy and birth is, you know, what, what have what have we been bombarded with through the media? Fear, um, which is not, um, not too dissimilar to what we're still being bombarded with through the media just now. But you know, pregnancy is oh, you know, aches and pains and you know, heartburn and sickness. Which yes, there is all that stuff. And what do we see in the, in the movies when it comes to birth? We see men, you know, not knowing what to do, being shouted at, being scared. Mm. We see women, you know, with their waters bursting on their streets, being rushed to the hospital, their legs put in stirrups, bright lights. And that is could not be further from what pregnancy and birth can be. It can be this most sacred, soft journey of a woman growing life through her body. This intimate experience between a man and a woman as they bring their baby earthside. Birth is actually like sex in so many ways. How you get a baby in is how you get a baby out. And my job as a doula is to really facilitate this experience and to really help couples and women understand that this is a journey that is can be so magical and will impact your the rest of your life so why would you not want to try and make this the most empowering magical journey in time rather than spending it in fear
1: so good Lindsay that is um shed a whole new light on pregnancy and I've never ever heard it been put that way so Unreal. So
0: that's just, that's just a little bit, I, I could go so much <laughs> more, <laughs> but that's a kind of in a nutshell, but this is the thing, right? I love deep soul chats. Like yes. I love deep chats. Like, and if I had my way, I would banish small talk. Mm. Right. And I like to get straight to the juicy stuff, especially wow. when you meet new people. Oh, and I have actually been told that this is one of my flaws, and um, that you know, it can be intimidating or that I don't have a very good emotional intelligence because I just like ask people questions all the time however I respectfully disagree mm. and I would love to start conversations off by asking people so what are your top five values mm. and like can we really explore them <laughs> because
1: <laughs> can we really explore that well that is straight to the point isn't it
0: but isn't it? Like, I do not think though that especially in times like that we're living in now, you know, bombarded with social media um, and we live in a in a world that it's it's paradoxical really. It's like, you know, we've never been more connected with people online and thank God for social media and Instagram and things like that for times like now. Mm. Um, but then at the same time, we've never been more disconnected from people on a personal level.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Right? So... Like, I'm just going to tell you, so my five values are nice. My highest values are health, connection, courage, love, and pleasure. Mm. And I I know that those are my five values because I talk about them all the time. And I try to every single day in my life, ask myself, am I living? Did I live today in accordance to my values? Did I look after my health? Did I make connections with people, like deep connections? Did I have courage? Did I love? And did I have fun? Did I have pleasure in my mm. day? So, so like being able to, I asked, and I do, I, this is like my, I ask people these questions and people are like, oh, Lindsay, another deep question. <laughs> <laughs> and like, whenever I like walk, I go walking with my dad and like, right dad. And he's like, oh God, what are you going to ask me now? <laughs> <laughs> and he knows it's like, not just like, how how was your morning it's like what were you dreaming of this morning or like you know I always like to go that just that layer deeper because it's much more fun to live life that way
1: yes yes I I think you'd be very good at um, hosting your own podcast Lindsay and asking the deep chats (laughs) (laughs) Uh. so yeah
0: and like I always say to people like even people ask me oh Luna that's a that's that's an unusual name I'm like well I'm obsessed with the moon I Mm. love the moon I love the I track the lunations. I love the marriage of the masculine and the feminine energy that we are really living in a living in a world today where we're getting to witness the 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 feminine energy space really stepping into its own power. We've up until this point we've lived in a very masculine world and the feminine has always been the nurturer. You know, but nearly seen as like a secondary energy whereas mm. that nurturing, loving Fierce and protective and primal energy of the feminine is really moving into a space of its own, and it's actually, you know, the world needs more of that
1: just now. Super interesting. You're certainly passionate, Lindsay, and I am. I think I'm going to struggle. The maybe three questions. It's great though. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, tell me this: What new opportunities um, do you think you have now that, say, maybe you didn't have a few weeks ago?
0: love that question so i'm actually working on a plethora of little projects and i think as an entrepreneur and you will know this you consistently have new ideas Mm. you're always like and actually my problem is is seeing all my ideas all the way through to the birth of them like i'll be working on five different things at once and maybe one thing will actually only happen (laughs)
1: lindsay i am going to recommend a book to you which i got the other day which i absolutely love and i'm sure you'll love it too it's basically called start finishing and how to go from idea to done and love it Seth godwin i'm not sure if you know who he is yeah but he highly recommends the book and i thought well if he's highly recommend that i need to get it because it's not a wee simple like oh you know what i mean it's it's like i i really like him so i thought right mm-hmm. must be a lot of good stuff and you know what i'm only a little bit in but it's like literally you'll pick a project and you'll be like you can see the steps the whole way through and it kind of gives you like no excuses do you know what i mean love it's that, and I, need that I
0: need more of that in my life.
1: yes i <laughs> i've and you know what it, it well it talks about stuff like values and stuff in it too so it's super interesting and deep but yeah it's it's a good book. So it's called. What did I tell you? was called again. Just looked up my start, start finishing. Start, to start, finishing. finishing. Yeah. start finishing. Yeah. So awesome. Charlie Gickley. So yep. Sorry for interrupting. And no, no. Tell fine. me your projects. What have you been working on?
0: So at the minute, I'm working on. I have an ebook that I started writing. Really, whenever this whole, um, when it, I had the idea to write it, when this the announcement of the schools closed, right? Because yes. on my because I'm a mum. Um, on my social media feed, and a lot of my online network are all mums, right? Yes. So, all the first thing I started seeing was people being like, "Oh my god, we need to homeschool our kids," and I then got sucked into the fear and the panic, and I was like, "Home," like googling homeschooling education, like homeschooling <laughs> schedules, like curriculums, like, mm. like oh my word, like oh, I don't want Lucas to fall behind, and. Everyone was in this like mass panic of the schools are going to be closed until Mm. September. One, I think the fear of that, like for a lot of people, like how are we going to cope? What am I going to do with my job? Like childcare, like it just, it was so much uncertainty around this time. People were in a panic. So I was like, look, my calling in life is definitely to help and work with women. Like I really do feel that. Like, and I love working with men, don't get me wrong, but I mostly work with women. And I was like, if I could write a little ebook to help women and mostly mums find their center during this crazy time, maybe taking all the lessons that I have learned in my personal development journey for the past 10 years. Mm. And if I could summarize maybe my four, the four best teachings that I have learned and have made the biggest impact in my life, that's what I want to do. So it's... Basically, you know, when I know this because I have been guilty of it, mo- mothers put everyone before themselves. So they put their kids, their house, their family, their husband, and then they're always left to the end. And this was me up until about three to two years ago. Yes, and I just said, no, I am not going to be a m- martyr, a mothering martyr, which I see so many women wearing that kind of badge of pride. You know, oh, I just like love everyone so much they don't have anything left to give me. Yes. And, and women say, oh, I just don't have time for myself. I'm like, make time. You mm-hmm. are so important. You are the most important. You are the nucleus to everything in your life. How can you give? How can you love? How can you serve? If you have nothing, if you don't can't even give to yourself. So like good. you are the most important person. Like beyond more than your children, more than your husband, you need to give to you. You are so worthy, and like and I look at women, I think like, you have grown, birthed, fed, be- humans. You are a walking, talking miracle. You need to honor yourself. So this book is a is little. Um, I hope they're very simple teachings and exercises. That women can begin to implement immediately into their everyday in this crazy time that will give them a little bit of time for themselves um, and pour a little bit of love into themselves and also um, effective strategies to work towards a goal of their own. And right. remember that they are also important in this time. So, so that's what my my ebook is about. Um, I'm also just preparing some. Um, a lot of like the NHS uh, birth preparation classes have been cancelled because of obviously um yes. you they can't uh, women can't gather in a space. Um, a lot of um private birth education cl- cl- classes have been cancelled, so I want to put together um a virtual birth prep, b- birth preparation, birth education, really. So I want to do one that talks about um you know your birth plan and how you can navigate it. In this like very unique time, I want to put one together for um, a birth partner. So birth partners can come on and find out how to really support their wives, partners, and um, through this through this time as well, and how they can really show up and step up to the mark during pregnancy, throughout the birth, and after, which is very important. And I think birth partners, um, especially men, aren't really given their their place and they can feel quite disempowered after the whole experience because I feel, I feel from what I know of my experience is that men are like just kind of pushed aside mm. whereas they really need to be brought up and in and I love to f- help men find their own voice and help them feel empowered in the, what their role is so I really want to do that um and finally every Tuesday I'm running a lockdown lifestyle and um, virtual call so showing people how not to just, showing people how not to just survive this lockdown yes. but actually use this as an opportunity to pour into themselves and thrive in their bodies through a holistically supported superfood system Class. so every Tuesday at half eight it's just an online call and everyone's using Zoom now so it's amazing so everyone can just log into their Zoom account and it's a 30 minute call on how to really support your body optimally through this time love it yeah so you loads have
1: of, loads of different, different things. things going on don't you <laughs> <laughs> i have do you know what every time you say something i'm like oh something new pops out of my mind to recommend you but i'm not sure i'm sure you have heard of brenny brown love Brene I thought you would love her well do you know what I'm not sure if you know she's brought out a podcast um it's only started a few weeks ago called Unlocking Us
0: did you listen to the one with Glennon Doyle
1: yes yes <laughs> yes and I was thinking but there was also one with Tarana Burke about being seen and heard
0: oh okay I haven't listened to that you one you will
1: love that because what you mentioned there about women about you know about being the martyr and stuff when i was thinking i was like do you know what that was that was my mum bringing us up i was like Mm -hmm. she was always last we only mattered and everything for us and but talking about all that their stuff you mentioned basically and i was like you will love this podcast so uh, love it yeah so yeah the glenn and doyle i listened to it actually i only seen the podcast at the weekend and i listened to the five episodes and i thought this is unreal stuff
0: Unreal. I know. And Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, is like she taps so deep into this shit. Like it's Mm. amazing. And she said something really just like it made me cry. I listened to it when I was out for for a run. She said that, you know, she was standing in her marriage for her children. Yes. Right. And then she said that her children are looking to her every day. You know, for guidance on how to live a wholehearted life, and how can she look back at them and say, you know, that how she's not your kids need to watch. You need to lead by example. Yes. In how to live a wholehearted, abundant, fun, generous life, they will they will follow your example
1: so and
0: inspi- inspire your kids. Do you know, like mm. your kids will be inspired by you, by your courage and your bravery, rather than you telling them, okay, you need to be brave, you need to be courageous. But like, what what does that mean if if you're not?
1: 100%. Lindsay, we're going to switch up gears a little bit here. Love it. And I would like to ask you, what would you say is one of your greatest successes? That's
0: really easy. Um, and it's my babies. Mm. And it really is only like when you like, I look at them and I think, God, like I grew you in my womb <laughs> mm. and I birthed you in through this, earth, into this earth and you are human. I fed you. Mm. and know I'm nurturing you. And I look at them and I just see like how much potential they have. Like the, the potential of your children still, it scares you because I'm like you guys have so much potential so they're my greatest success because and and the reason why because I've just said is I think they are going to look at me and my husband and and my my parents and their sphere of influence and I want them to be inspired to be do lead and give as much as they can and in the world like our children like our generation of children and um, our babies are like encoded with some sort of superhuman DNA. They just get shit mm. w- way more than what we do. They, if you look at how kids live life, it's just so damn beautiful and we can all learn from our kids so much and just how, how present they are and how emotional they are. Um, and yeah, so they are 100% my greatest success.
1: So the flip of that question would be what has been one of your greatest challenges and maybe how you overcame it?
0: And this is ironic, but one of my greatest challenges was, um, I had to think about this a couple of times, but this was definitely it. Um, when I graduated university, I had um, these, uh, this kind of life mapped out for me. So, I had a story, I'd wrote a script about how my life was going to be after I graduated, right, because I love scripting. I really believe in scripting. Mm. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I had scripted that I was going to go to America and I was going to go to Nashville. I was going to um, kind of live like a cowgirl, <laughs> like work in a bar, marry a cowgirl, like marry a cowboy, <laughs> <laughs> and like live on a ranch. And, yeah, that was just going to be, yeah, just live in denim skirts and cowboy boots, right? Mm. That was my script. And I actually found out I was pregnant um the two days after I graduated. So that was huge. Yeah. Absolutely huge. So I remember sitting there being like, oh, what happened to that script? Mm. <laughs> there was no baby in this script. So um me and my my boyfriend, who's not my husband, um We that this was super challenging because we had to play out, you know, a lot of situations of, you know, is this the right thing? Um, what are we going to do? Jamie often wondered, like, would I end up resenting um him and the baby because of you know the life that I didn't have. Um, and, but that's not that's not my nature to think like that. So what it really taught me was to lean in, lean into the challenge. So I leant in and I fell so hard, but so in love because I was like, you, I go all in. When you mm. are faced with adversity, you go all in and trust, trust in the universe, trust in this universal message, this universal path. Because sometimes the universe, the world, God, source, whatever you want to call it, actually, it, it always has your back. Always. So this was my, like, tap on the shoulder of, actually, I believe this is your path. So, and I got into massive action. So, you know, moved back to Edinburgh. That's where we lived for 10 years. That's where I lived for 10 years. Cool. Um, And... I I was like, well, I'm not going to, well, what am I going to do as a job like when I have the baby? So always loved yoga, went and trained to be a yoga instructor, fell in love with the journey of pregnancy and birth, which I never would have. And now look how passionate, this is what my calling is. But it would never have been like, I would never Mm. have known that if the universe hadn't been like, oh, there's a little star seed in your womb, by the way. Mm. And uh, coming back to that, you are the creator of your own story. So I could have easily have been like, this is not what I wanted. This was not in my plan. I could have fallen into victim mode. But you I just, just don't do that ever. Mm. You know, you rewrite the stories. Don't borrow stories from society that you hear that, oh, you know, pregnancy can be hard. Birth can be hard. Oh, life is hard. Life is hard. Life is tough. You know, um, marriage is hard. Marriage is... You know, it's not all passionate. It's not all, you know, there are stories that you hear from society. Mm. You can create and write your own in anything. You know, even, and I talk about this in my ebook to the women who are going to read it. What is going to be your story throughout this lockdown time? Is it going to be that it was so hard, the kids were at home, you couldn't go anywhere, um, it, you were just frustrated, your house was always messy, your husband was getting on your nerves? Or is it going to be, oh my goodness, this is a time that, you know, we could breathe and laugh and have fun and be present. Oh my word, the house was a mess. It was so funny. There was never any organization. But we all got to, like, eat dinner together as a family, like, play board games, go for walks. You know, what is your story going to be?
1: Because
0: mm. you get to choose.
1: So, Lindsay, if we went in a time machine now and took you back to your 18 year old self what sort of advice do you think you'd be given to her
0: um, it would be to just fall in love like really just keep like just. sorry eight, 18 year old it would be don't give a shit what other people think of you like that is 100 be, be so true and authentic to yourself that you know if people aren't going to like you that's okay mm-hmm. not everyone's going to like you that's fine um and but don't ever compromise your values and who you really truly are Um and to fall really in love with as many things as possible like and be passionate obsessed about as many things as you can be And love is amazing, so, you know, go deep into it. So what if you get hurt? So what if you get hurt? You can, you know, just fall in love again. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lindsay, this is one of my favorite questions, just because I love learning so much. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, one thing that you would recommend to us, it could be a book, it could be a podcast, it actually could even be an item or a product or something that you just, love and you would like to recommend to people
0: um well if it was a a book i'll go for a book just first and then i'll go for a product so a book just now and just because it's so relevant is it could not be more relevant for what is going on in the world today um it's called earth is hiring and i'll just let that title sink in for a minute earth is hiring and it means that it's hiring you to step up and lead the new way. Mm. Um, it's uh, it's by a girl called Peter Kelly. Um, she is an incredible human, and she basically says it's for it's a, the new way to live, lead, earn, and give. So it's awesome, and the product is a product that I use every single day without fail, and I'm really into my like I've said to you, health is one of my top five values. Mm. So how I fuel my body every day is, it's a non-negotiable for me. Health is is everything. If you don't have your health, you have nothing. And I have a very, I have a foundation of holistic wellness that I use every single day. And one of the products is a, um, a, it's like an elixir. It's an, a, it's an adaptogenetic tonic that is full of, Um, like I said, adaptogens, which are these herbs Mm. from um, the Himalayas. So it's a product that has lots of Ayurvedic and Eastern medicinal herbs married with the best of Western nutrition. Um, And it really helps support your body's natural effects against stress. So today in this society, everyone needs help to lower their cortisol levels. It helps with energy, mental clarity, it's absolutely incredible. And you can use this um, product every single day as your kind of morning, your morning miracle shot. Um, mm. And you can also use it as you intermittently fast, because I believe intermittent fasting is, is really, is key to optimal health as well.
1: So good. So what is this product?
0: Oh, it's called Ionix Supreme and it's, um, you can, it's, Made by a company called Isagenix, and this company is the company that I'm aligned with. They're the the health company that I've um, aligned with to work with, um, and yeah. So you can get it. Um, you can get it from myself, and it also comes within a holistic wellness system. You can buy it as a standalone product, but it works best within a system.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good, um, mm. Lindsay. If you could have the attention of the whole world. And you could send them an email or even just a text message. What would you be saying to them?
0: Well, I thought this was a really good question because I've actually written a little bit out of my book. i sorry, I've actually written something like this in my book. So I was going to read that if you don't mind. Go for it. Awesome. So I believe one of the reasons that something like a global locked a global grounding is going on right now is because i think that mother earth or god or source the universe whatever you want to think i believe that that she is speaking to us more clearly than ever before and i kind of think
1: your signal's dropping a wee bit Have we lost you, Lindsay?
0: Off. So in my head, she's sent something like this. It's all life that you are living. We're entering a new era, a new way of living, bringing the rest of what, bringing the best of what we have known and the best of what is yet to come. To put it simply, think deeper connections than ever. Think space. Like I mean real space to take a breath and recalibrate what is important. Presence. And by that I mean eye contact. Deep soul conversations and cutting through the bullshit that has become so obsessive. Think real authentic love with no barriers. A radical call to up-level physical, mental and financial health. Oh, that's a juicy one. Mm -hmm. And look, I know things aren't pretty right now. But trust me when I say, just like the meme floating around on Instagram, your comeback will be stronger than this setback if you choose it to be. So in this space, I want you to breathe. And seriously, though, do you even know how to take an inhalation and use the entirety of your lungs and a deep belly breath? YouTube it, because that is what you need to do. And really think about what excites you, like what excites the pants of you. Like, what are your gifts that you can offer to the world and be paid for? This is the time to explore that. Trust me on this. Do some deep ass work on yourself and feel the feelings you've been suppressing because you haven't had the time for it. This is the time to read, write the stories you've been telling yourself about life, love, money, relationships. Oh, Okay. And now that I've got that on my chest... The most important thing here, and if you take away anything, I really urge you to move into the space of fun, playfulness, and love. Because isn't that what life is all about?
1: Powerful, Lindsay. Thank you so much for coming on today.
0: You are so welcome. It was so lovely. It's so lovely to have a platform that can really, we can really explore topics and questions like this. I love it. So thank you so much. It's been such a privilege and honor.